Did you know that the first Games Awards were in 2014? And the game of the year then was Dragon Age Inquisition. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 107. My name's Gareth Riley. I am your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burke. How are you doing, James? Hello there. I'm actually my friend too. How are you doing? I'm not so good. I've, got, I've had a tooth taken out this week, so I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah. I nearly forgot what the podcast was called then, so it didn't bode very well for the rest of it. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll carry you through. Thank you. We're here to support you. Good. And on my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Hi, I'm good. I'm not going to moan to you because you've obviously had a, a bad few days. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you okay? Yes, yeah, good. not too bad. A bit tired, but yeah. not too bad. And on my virtual opposite, because it's a foursome, is Mr. William Carana. How are you doing, William? I'm doing okay. A little tired. Yeah. Too much, much caffeine. I'm doing fine. It's early for William because he's in Canada. I always like to say this to remind people. Um, and we are now going to talk today because this is the Games Awards special. If you might know, you might know it's that by the intro. Um, some people stayed up last night, watched it live. I watched it today during the day, or three hours of it. Um, I'm just going to go around to each of you first of all. We're going to go through the highlights and then we can catch up on things that we I might have missed. Um, do you think it was a good Games Awards? Um, Richard, what did you think? Okay. Uh, no, not really. Um, some There was a couple of surprises, um, but I think a lot of it seemed to be stuff that was had been there before or stuff that was announced at Summer Game Fest. Um, and I still felt there was very few actual release dates announced for stuff. Good. That's Richard's comments. That's good. Um, William? Yeah, it was it was a letdown to be honest. It wasn't it wasn't bad, you know. It it wasn't. I wasn't sitting back going, I completely wasted three hours. But I I, I think I put something on Twitter like uh, Senua's back must be really hurting from carrying that show, and I stand by that. Uh, Nintendo brought nothing. Sony brought virtually nothing. Like a recut of a Horizon trailer, Xbox at least brought something, but even then they tend to bring a bit more usually. But then again, again I can't complain. They brought six minutes of amazing gameplay that we'll get into. Yeah. But and then other than other than Senua, there wasn't a ton of stuff that like, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. Like I think Keely was saying back when we have four or five Elden Ring level reveals and i'm like i you had like one and a half <laughs> i'm sorry man and, and i'm not even that big on elder ring right. but yeah I, yeah I don't know he wasn't too bad and well the person i can turn to is going to be optimistic about the whole thing is james <laughs> 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 i thought like i need to inject a little bit of hope <laughs> I, I thought it was all right yeah. i mean a bit long 
so the game was cutting out a little bit. But I was happy enough. It wasn't fantastic, but it was... Well, I wouldn't say three hours well spent, but it was it was alright. I I thought it was alright. Oh, that's a very good... That's a, that's a thumbs up from James. That's a good thing to get. Yeah. For me. Um, it, we, I mean, it was polished, you know. It was all very... like. I mean, the awards, in a sense, become second... You know, it's an award show, really, but they you don't they don't really matter. Especially they did a few, you know we 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 did the awards at the end maybe, but they didn't. They had a few awards that they had special guests come to say hello to, and then at one point they just went, and these are the winners from all these categories. They just lifted them through, and that was it's just it, it, yeah, it's a second step strand of it, really, isn't it? Yeah, certainly was. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go straight into, I think probably. And there was Williams, and I think Richard's Hellblade Two. We saw, um, we saw some actual gameplay, a little kind of section um, where it sort of takes on a kind of giant in this kind of sea cave with a kind of other bunch of warriors, and yeah, we got to see it in kind of action. That was a mixture of um, sort of cutscenes and action linked together quite quite seriously. Um, Thoughts. I'm going to go around the table. Uh, William, first of all, what are your thoughts of this six-minute sensation we saw? Just that is super impressive. Like, when you take a look at that, if you take a look at the details, the look, I think I think they did a really amazing job on this. The animation look is top-notch. The environmental effects, the fire, oh my god. God, the fire. But uh, beyond that, it just looks like more Hellblade. And I mean that in the best sort of way. Hellblade is an experience that I believe is unparalleled. There's really nothing else like it. And this is a return to that style, but also bringing it to the next level. I was thoroughly impressed with this. I think Ninja Theory is probably among the best studios they've picked up. I think this is the type of game that Xbox really needs as well to show that they have something that, you know, can compete with the God of Wars and Horizons of the World. And I think this compares very positively to them and just really impressive stuff. I cannot wait to play more of it. Well, well, to play it. Yeah. See more of it. Um, James. I think William turned up quite well. I think you created a, a brilliant soundscape. I mean, the whispering and the, the weather effects and everything, even just on basic headphones, it it sounded fantastic. It looked fantastic. And I think the fact they showed us that little bit means what aren't they showing us? There's going to be some fantastic, I think, sections in this game. And I couldn't be more excited. Even if I'm a little bit unnerved, it is mm. still quite creepy. <laughs> I was very creeped out by the first one. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I, it looked great. I, I think it was fantastic. Richard, you feeling the same? Yeah, um, I'm one of the few people that still needs to play the first one, but after <gasps> watching that, I think it's it's bumped it up the backlog a little bit play. more. Um, yeah, it does look just just stunning. Um, I wasn't I wasn't overly impressed with with the uh, 
I mean, I'm nitpicking here, but I wasn't overly impressed with the spears that got thrown. They just seemed to sort of disappear once they hit the giant. Um, but other than that, I think, yeah, that was that was my one tiny issue with it. Yeah. Other than that, I thought it was a, a brilliant gameplay reveal. I still think it's a long way off, though. What did they say? Did they say anything? Did they say 2022? No. Uh, no. 2023, according to internal leak documents. Oh, okay. But other ones say late 2022, like uh, Halloween. Right. I, I put my money on, like, I think this is going in the Naughty Dog slot, for lack of a better phrase. I'm talking, like, late June. And that's when we'll see it late June 2023. Right, okay. Um, it's quite amazing, really. I kind of went and watched it and I thought, I remember I bought Hellblade on the PlayStation 4 and it came out in sort of like June one year and it was sort of getting 80s, maybe 8, eight out of 10s, but it was again, it was also cheap. It was 24.99, I think, when it first came out on that. And I don't think a lot of people were aware of it at all. Um, like you say, Rin Richards just said, I haven't played it yet. I don't think a lot of people have played the first one. Um, it's a kind of very special game. Yeah, I'm really excited by that. I'm really excited. Good. That was our, that was our, that was a top, one of the top things. I'm going to go through a couple of things now, which I sort of highlighted. And these are more, we don't really know anything about them, um, but they're kind of like, they're announcements. Um, Star Wars Eclipse, a new Star Wars game. Mm. We saw a kind of trailer. Um, the CGI trailer um, showing lots of Star Wars people <laughs> and, yeah, some, yeah. and some drummers yeah. that look, I thought it was Voldemort the drummer I thought it was Voldemort yeah, from cross, Harry Potter yeah so I thought it's a crossover <laughs> um, this is by Quantum Dream um, mm -hmm. the people who do what are Quantum Dream they do the PlayStation Heavy Rain Heavy Rain yeah Heavy Rain and all that stuff um I, we don't know much about this, do we? Is it fair to say? I know a little bit. Go on, James. What do you know? I know that it's set in the, the High Republic era, right when the Jedi's were pretty much bossing everything. Um, and you, I think you get to play as different characters, and their stories, like, are shaped by what you do. Right. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a action adventure. That's pretty much all I know. Um, yeah, it's... I think I saw Yoda. I think Yoda's probably in it. Oh, yeah, he's looking out my window, isn't he? Yeah. Um, William, do you think it's going to be like another Quantum Dream game, that type of... I honestly have no clue. I've heard rumours of everything from this is typical Quantum Dream to this is... Uncharted-like action adventure with Quantic Dream elements. This is open-world sandbox, but also Quantic Dream. I I couldn't tell you. No. I I think we need to see more. Obviously, we do. It's we don't know. Decent little trailer to go. We making that if you didn't hear the rumors, but that's that's about it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really early on development, isn't it? So it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's... like 2024. Yeah. Um, Richard, you you got anything to add to that about Star Wars? Are you excited? No, yeah. Um, I don't even know what what consoles it's going to be, but with it being Quantic Dream, I think it's it's likely to be PlayStation only, based on what they've previously done. Um, but yeah, any any Star Wars is good Star Wars, and I think 
Quantic Dream can certainly tell a good story. Right. Um, there's, but yeah, like I say, we just need that little bit more information, but it'll be a while before we hear anything more, I think. Well, for even less information, let's do the next one, which is Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, there's a Wonder Woman game coming out. Mm. Who's doing this Wonder Woman game? I didn't... I, sort of My Ah, okay. Right. That's all we know, isn't it? We don't I'm going to see more of the Nemesis system. They'll definitely use Nemesis. Ah. Oh, yeah, they've, they've trademarked it, haven't they? Yeah. Wow. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they bring into the... Is it Themyscira? The world of Wonder It's interesting to see what kind of enemies they bring in to populate it. Because it be similar to the Shadow of War and Mordor. When you wander around conquering different areas, it must be similar. Otherwise, I don't know how it works. Well, it could be. I suppose it could just be a actually adventure. It could be like the Avengers, just going and hitting generic enemies. Well, can we can we help now? I mean, <laughs> I was quite excited when I saw it. And now you're me off. <laughs> can we loads, can we loads of robots to be fighting for hours. Uh, uh, loads, of, loads of different Amazonian warriors that look exactly like Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Richard's really excited about this, aren't you, Richard? I, I don't understand how you can get excited about this trailer. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing a Wonder Woman game, but just it might as well have been tweeted out from Warner Brothers saying we are doing a Wonder Woman game. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, this and is kind of like when they put out that Indiana Jones Machine Games trailer, which was exciting to find out that that was coming, of course, but it's quite literally just a picture of his hat. It's like, it's coming eventually. It's like, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, another game that we don't know much about at the moment, we had a little kind of interview, is Alan Wake 2. I didn't know this. I was even thinking about doing an Alan Wake sequel. I thought there might be a control sequel which probably is going to happen as well but Alan Wake 2 um, wasn't much a little kind of CGI trailer um, a bearded Alan Wake turns to the camera looking like Bradley Cooper I thought in a that film with Lady Gaga A Star is Born yeah <laughs> I'm looking at it again I thought is this Bradley Cooper oh, we've got a Star is Born the, the game um it was dead in that, wasn't he? Sorry, spoiler. Um, yes, Alan Wake, <laughs> Alan Wake 2. Um, coming in 2023, so there's a release date. Um, did, did any of us do the remaster of the Alan Wake game here? Have you it? No? I don't know if we got oh. it, did we? Did oh, we didn't get it in the end, did we? No, no. I can't remember. Um, I, I like a bit of Alan Wake. I liked Alan Wake in 2006. I'm not that excited about it now. But I love Remedy. Sorry, James. I think I'm more excited about A Star is Born, the <laughs> video game. Now you've mentioned it. Any <laughs> other game based on Bradley Cooper's career? <laughs> no, I'll wait until. The Hangover. I'm going to That'd be good, wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That would be a, a good game, game, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, it would be very that'd good. Be a great co game. Yeah. yeah. Work together, piece together what happened. <laughs> that would be 
really good. Oh my god, James has got copyright on that in case someone does it. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know what else to say. William, you got anything to say about this? Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, good. I'm just sitting back going, I really need to play the first Alan Wake. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's what you got to do. Um, oh, uh, it's multi-platform, so that's interesting. You know, the first was obviously one of the bigger 360 exclusives, but yeah. Remedy doesn't really make exclusives anymore other than Crossfire, which I'm sure we'll get into a little later. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, now up to the next one I'm going to put. It's the worst named horror game I've ever heard called Slitterhead. <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. Uh, <laughs> Exactly well, what it is. Yes. Sorry, William. Go on, you Terry. Well, I, I keep seeing him on the forums and my eyes were glazed and I keep reading them. It's like, okay, interactive announces Shitterhead. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, what's what's that? What's, oh, oh, Slitterhead. <laughs> and I keep misreading it as Shitterhead. I'm like, what? Did they turn into toilets or something? Uh, uh, <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, this is um, by the. Is it the Silent Hill guy, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. it's yeah. the old Sony Japan studio that they shut down. This is so Gravity Rush, Ape Escape, and they did Silent Hill, at least uh, the head of it. And so they went off and formed this studio of Bokeh. Did you... I'm going to digress here for a second. There was a bit when, we're, when uh, the director... I forgot his name. Um... They did a preview of his film. Oh, Guillermo del Toro. That's right. Yeah, he did a. He introduced an award, and he gave sort of Silent Hill kind of like weird things. I know he was involved in Silent Hill, wasn't he? That one that got abandoned. Yeah, it was, it was to do with PT, I think. That's right. And he did, um, he sort of said before the award, "Oh, Silent Hill should have got should be the, the best." But this one, this when he passed it on to Hideo, Hideo Kojima who's been rumoured to be involved with more than anywhere. Mm. I think there was a little wink there. A little hint. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Slitterhead. I mean, it looks all right. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's exciting. I, I think this was one of the better trailers Good. from the night. Um, it was very creepy. It sort of gave me slight Attack on Titan vibes mm. with the way that some of the characters' mouths opened. Which um, really freaks me out as an anime. Um, so yeah, I'm going to keep my eye on this one. I think this one looks interesting. Mm. We, we haven't got a date on this at all, have we? Uh, I think in rumoured 2023. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it looks like Parasite, the anime, but not as good. Oh, yeah. Mm. There you go. Okay, um, I'm going to zoom through some of these now. I'm not going to zoom through. Nightingale. Um, Nightingale. Can you not remember Nightingale? <laughs> I desperately try to remember it, but I've written it down. Uh, yeah, that was like a multiplayer thing from Aaron Flynn, I believe, one of the old Bioware GMs. And it was a survival crafting game, wasn't it? Um, yeah, survival crafting MMO thing. That okay. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a beautiful world. And they had that kind of mixture mm, yeah. of that Victorian kind of like vibe to it, that steampunky vibe to it. Yeah, it, it looked... Yeah, I think the world looked great. 
I mean, I was a bit disappointed that it was a survival crafting game. <laughs> I thought it was an FPS, yeah, first too. of all. I thought, oh, that's just good. Well, <coughs> at least there's no zombies. No. Yet. In State of Decay 4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my disappointment with this one is not really fair to the game itself. Uh, because Compulsion Games, their next project leaked out a few weeks back. And it sort of had like a similar monster in it and everything. I'm like, oh my god, that's compulsion, that's compulsion. We're seeing compulsion and right. no, it's like, it's not the big new triple A compulsion games, uh food person at adventure core thing. It's a decent looking Minecraft MMO thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. Um uh, Somerville. This is a game that I'm excited about. This is my game of the thing. Uh, we've seen a bit about it before. We knew it was coming. We know it's coming to Game Pass. Um, thought it was coming early 2022. But there yeah, was no, I believe sometime in 2022. Yeah, there was no date on it this time. And Somerville is the game where, I think it's by one of the inside people, isn't it? Uh, yes, he founded his own studio from uh, Playdead, I believe. And he called yeah. it Jumpship. Because he quite literally jumps ship and play that. <laughs> and so. uh, oh yeah, I love the look of this. This is great. Right, right street. Um, kind of beautiful yeah. narrative. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was interesting. No, I. Uh, let, let's put it this way: I cannot wait for Somerville. I think this showing was amazing. I think the last showing was amazing. I was really happy to see it here. But when Jeff was like. This guy really wanted to debut his game on stage, and we've been talking since mid 2019. This is the two and a half. We've been talking for two and a half years. I'm like, uh, Jeff, man, you, you know, he revealed it like six months ago on Xbox's page, right? Yeah. This is like, this, this looks amazing, but I'm like, no, that can't be Somerville. It has to be something else because he's like, it's this new thing. And it's like, no, it is Somerville. It looks amazing. Yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It looks good. That Richard Illa's fun, doesn't it? You not fun. It looks deep, dark as hell. No, it does. It does look interesting. Uh, certainly, keeping my eye on this one. Do you think the dog's going to survive? No, no. <laughs> if history's taught me anything, <laughs> the dog will go. I, I think only the dog survives. <laughs> Everyone else dies. That would be good. I like that. Define survive. Because it wouldn't surprise me, knowing some of the stuff that Playdead has done, that you see the dog and the, all these other characters die if you mess up in gameplay, but they do quote unquote survive to the end of the story. That's the that way they have cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next bit, which I didn't know anything about, but I don't know much, is Cuphead DLC. And the DLC stands for, what does it stand for? Delicious, delicious Last. Right, okay. Um, yeah. And it's a whole new island, isn't it, that you go to, with, you know, to play. It's not Cuphead 2, it's DLC, but it's a big DLC chunk, isn't it? Um, did you, to any of you play Cuphead? I've never played it. Yeah, I played it. Oh, what's it like, Richard? It's very hard. Um, uh, there's a lot of um, enjoyment from replaying the same bosses and trying to understand uh, how they move and how to uh, counter-attack them. 
so in that sense it's much like you know the uh, the dark souls games and everything to to give it a really poor comparison but yeah it was it was mainly the art style um that i, that I bought it for which really didn't disappoint it's just a really a visually brilliant game to look at um I, I admit that I got to one boss and couldn't couldn't finish it. So a friend of mine um, bossed it out on my on my account for me. <laughs> nice friend. But yeah, this I'm I'm excited for a bit more Cuphead. I was hoping that at one point that it was going to be um, some of the the Netflix stuff because am I am I right in thinking Netflix is still working on a Cuphead TV show? Mm, I think you are. Yeah. Mm. There. So I was hoping to maybe see that, but yeah, Mark Cuphead's not a bad thing. No, it's a good thing. It's coming June 2022. Um, if you can handle the pace, have you played it, William? I I have not. No. Uh, let's put it this way: if they put it on Game Pass, I'll play it. But it's one of those things that I know I'm not going to be able to beat it, so I'm not really inclined to drop a bunch of money on it. No, I don't know. It's good, excited for a lot of people. Um, and now I'm going to take a back seat here completely. Sonic Frontiers. Who, should, who wants to start? Who wants to talk about this? Ooh, um, I think at this point I was nodding in and out of consciousness. But um, this this one looked very. We knew we knew there was a. It was heavily rumored that there was a Sonic Frontiers game coming out. Um, but I think this one looks like it's going to be open world, mm-hmm. which I have no idea how that would work as a Sonic game. Because it's all Sonic games are all about linear, go as fast as you can. So to have it in an open world situation, um, it's definitely shakes it up a bit and um, is intriguing, very intriguing. Could it be like a, a sort of Mario world? Those when you're you're just zooming around and then you'll get to a level and then you're you know oh well, like a hub a hub yeah world. like a hub world yeah like yeah maybe around. yeah mm. they have dabbled with that before so i remember sonic generations sort of had like a hub world um a very basic one so yeah it's something they have looked at before but yeah. i don't think it i think sonic frontiers seems to have this open world area on a much larger scale it's quite a it's quite a dark trailer wasn't it james for a sonic game it it was a bit and i'm not really too fond of the idea of open world i mean i'm quite a purist with sonic it's 2d sonic or no sonic for me um and it goes against everything that it stands for and I will not be looking at it any further. I'm out. <laughs> right. William? Sonic uh, fan? I, I, I really do admire the Hedgehog. I think he's done a lot of great stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the movie. I like the Genesis games. Uh, Adventure has some potential in it, even though it hasn't aged the best. Uh, you know, I think all the 2D games on the handhelds were really good, and now we're seeing uh, Mania was amazing. But yes, come, yeah. come on, Sega, just come on, man. I I love you guys, but you don't have to keep reinventing the wheel here. 
-hmm. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, you don't have to sit back and go, well, what if it was like Mario Galaxy? Because that didn't work. Or what if he was a big giant uh, werehog? Because that didn't work. Or what if... uh, we put all these custom characters in this and we have to design the levels around because that didn't work. And it's like, and now they're like, well, sorry, what if we tape up his arms and it's this uh, brawler and that really didn't work or this Final Fantasy type game and that really didn't work either. And now they're like, well, what if we made Breath of the Wild but with Sonic? I'm just like, just, just make Sonic. He runs fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes through loops. It's like this. This shouldn't be that hard. He jumps on enemies. Like you yeah. don't have to keep reinventing the wheel here. You have a character that people like. Uh, like I'm not saying be lazy, but be lazy a bit. You have a formula <laughs> that's worked in the past. Just do it. It'll be fine. Like colors was really good, and uh, generations was excellent. Just. Do more of that. It woke. People like it. Good. No. Now, when I brought this up, I didn't realise it was going to get such passionate responses from both James and William. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a manifesto. It's amazing. Uh, good. Sonic. There's another movie coming as well. For people. That look looks that. so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go into a game we know about, but we know a little bit more as in a release date here. Tichilla. Tichilla. Um, we didn't know it, there was nothing else in this trailer that I felt that I hadn't seen before. No, you, you could be a tall. Every other Jeff Keighley event, as well. This this game's popped up. Right. Um, I remember speaking. I think this must be the third time I've been on a podcast where we spoke about a new trailer for it. Yeah. In the spa- in the space of about twelve months. Oh dear! I mean, really? Oh god! Okay, so it's coming out. In spring 2022, we won't talk about it till then. Uh, what Good. game was this? Sorry, I... uh, Tichilla. Tichilla? Tichilla? Which Here. one is that? It was a little kind of family game. You go around an island, parachuted, and being. Oh, yeah. Seagulls. Oh, that one. The PlayStation one. Right? Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. I... No. Yeah. Richard's, uh, Richard's got passionate about that one. It's, it's passionate. Well, I like the passion today. <laughs> I, I think it looks good, but yeah, I'm just like stop, stop showing me the same old stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to Bright Side. No more Odd World and Death Loop after this. We don't have to see them every show. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, a game we did see now. We're getting to some big ones. Is Suicide Squad? We had a kind of <laughs> strange introduction <laughs> with an actress playing um, Walla. Was that name? What's the name? Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Who, who did a brilliant job of, of just keeping it together, but it wasn't it came in and sort of like yeah. played this thing. She did a very good job of doing it. But like, oh don't do stuff like that. I hate stuff like that. It makes me cringe a bit. <laughs> but she did a very good job. Um It started so awkward, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. But she did it really well. Um Definitely. But, but then I th- then we saw I mean we saw more stuff there, didn't we? I think we saw gameplay in there. Is that fair to say? Yeah. yeah. So, Our first one. Yeah. Um, William, were you impressed? Did you like the look of this? Uh, yeah, ultimately. It looks like Sunset Overdrive, uh, but with the Suicide Squad. You know, I'm, I'm not quite sold on... I just admittedly don't love the Suicide Squad as characters, I think, as much as a lot of people do. 
but I have no reason to not have faith in this game because it is Rocksteady. And Rocksteady are amazing devs. This is their first game since Arkham Knight, at least, uh, if you don't kill the Batman VR thing. But, like, yeah, I really want to see what they do. And it looks good. It's looking good. Yeah, I mean, the action stuff looked great in Richard. Yeah, the moments with the Flash, like mm. a corrupted Flash, really funny. So, yeah. Richard, what do you think? I I can't remember this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you, this is this is this is a full on action trailer. Must have <laughs> just dropped off. I must have missed this one. Yeah, Sorry, that's all right. Oh, James, you're a big Suicide Squad person. Even more so since I watched uh, the film recently. The yeah. New film. Um, yeah, I think the characters seem to have enough differentiation between the kind of combat they did, which I think helped. I like seeing King Shark jumping from building to building, like the Hulk. That was quite cool. Um, and I know we saw the Flash, but if we didn't really go through the Flash, maybe kill Wonder Woman, maybe go for Batman eventually. So I think it would be quite good seeing the cutscenes for the different characters that we're going to face up against. Um, but it seems to have plenty of humour, and that always helps with the game. I, I totally agree. Humor and fall. My only problem, the only thing I worry about, because I think it looks great, yeah. it looks fantastic, it was a trailer cut for a 14 year old boy. What I mean by that, it was lots yeah. of action, lots of humour, and I, I'm sure, if it, I'm sure they won't, I'm sure they have different variations in that. I hope they do for the whole time. It's not just one note. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, different. Yeah, I yeah. Mean. And I think it's Rocksteady. They're very good at storytelling, so they won't do that. But yeah, I'm sure they mm-hmm. won't. But it looked great. It well, did look great. For them, there's a lot of their writers went off to Xbox, like. Uh, went off to Halo Infinite and Fable, so hopefully, hopefully they still have really good replacements and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Forspoken, which we know about, we saw another new trailer for it. It's a PlayStation Five game, um, and we saw a little bit more of that world. Actually, it made a bit more sense, didn't it? I thought. Um, what I mean by that, we saw other people. Before, it was like her sort of bounding around this fantasy world. We saw a bit of her in the last trailer in, in New York and then going to this fantasy world. But now this, it was a lot more of her with a kind of in a story within a different civilization, um, fighting uh, kind of humans. Yeah, yeah it, it seemed a bit more... I'm, I'm, I've always been a big fan of this. You, I remember Richard and James hated it. Um, I've always been excited about this. I think this is going to be good. And it's coming out on May the 24th, 2022. That's going to be the way, isn't it? <laughs> I think that won't make that. I don't know why I think that. Um, yeah, but they've, I'm... they've had enough time. I mean, yeah. if we're on about to cheer popping up every time, then we need to give a shout out to Fosbuck and popping up every yeah, yeah. Jeff Keighley event as well. But yeah. I mean, from initially disliking it when it was known as Project Aphia, what That's was that? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly, the, seeing a bit more of the story has got me a bit more interested and. From what I remember of this trailer, again, this was around the same time as Suicide Squad, though. Um, she was sort of in, like, a courtroom or something. That's right, yeah. Um, 
yeah, and then and seeing the contrast between her um, as this more human-looking character and some of the the other characters in full outfits and stuff. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, William, are you interested in this? Would you be playing this on your PlayStation? Maybe I. I'm not quite sold by what I'm seeing yet, but it looks fine. I like the you use know, of I, kind of like action. I like the use of magic within there as well. You know, I know there's platform and stuff. I kind of like the world. I just like new worlds to explore. It's, it's something of interest for me. But yeah, I don't think it's grabbed a lot of people. It's not what I wanted to see from Square Enix, which is why I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to ask James about it. He hated it last time. I don't think his <laughs> opinions changed. I don't know where the cat was. There's a cat in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> James, you can talk to me about Warhammer Space Marine 2. Let me just check my notes. I didn't make any. We've dodged a bullet there, William. Uh, it, it was a. Uh, what about the actor holding the gun? Poor sod. He's poor actors. Yeah. He was enjoying that, though, I think. Um, I'm yeah. sure he got paid well. The actor, my best quote is when they said to him, if you, if you know a lot of my stuff, you see that I've been to dark places. I went, Jesus, what do you mean? <laughs> um, that looks all right. I think that looks quite fun. It looked visually, it looked quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first one was by Relic, I think. And so this one's by Sabre, which is interesting. A lot of people really seem to like the first, and so they mm. were happy about the second one. It's... It was like the most viewed trailer on Xbox's channel over even Hellblade, which I found surprising. Uh, yeah, I let's put it this way. Uh, anyone can make a Warhammer game these days, it feels like. They're, they make so many of these. Mm. And so it's hard to necessarily judge quality based off the IP alone when there have been some really, really crappy uh, Warhammer games. Yeah. But I think I think you just need to look back, see what Saber has done. As they said, they've worked on Halo. I believe they've worked on Gears. Uh, that, that might have been Sir Infinity. They've worked on Quake. And so I think that's a very safe pair of hands to make this new game. And so it could be very good. Yeah. I hope yeah. it is. I think it looked, yeah. it looked good. It looked good. It looked interesting. Yeah. Um, Saints Row, we saw, uh, I think, in my opinion, a, a trailer that said, don't worry, we're still doing the crazy stuff trailer. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we saw a lot of mad stuff. We saw people dressed up in different costumes, flying, all sorts of things. Um, yeah, it's coming out in August. We'll see you there. Saints Row. Saints Row. It's more Saints Row. Anyone want to say anything about Saints Row? I've never played a Saints Row game. No. There you go. Um, I'm not going to do the next one I've got highlighted because I can't remember it. Oh, yeah. Steel Rising? Uh, you got Steel Rising? Yeah, that's What's the new Spyroos game. Uh, Technomancer Greedfall, their next thing. Some um, automaton and alternate history, 18th century France action, souls like RPG thing. No, that, I, I did like the look of it. Cool. I thought this is quite interesting. Yeah. It was a mixture of the robots in that in those times of the very 18th century. I really like that. And it's coming out. In, and it's coming out in June. I suppose. Hmm. So yeah. Um, let's talk about the Matrix. Richard, will you have the blue pill or the red pill? 
Oh, dark, because I can never remember which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> Nor can I. Um, <laughs> um, so The Matrix, um, basically the new film's coming out soon, and so at this precise moment now, you can download um, a sort of 15-minute demo with Kiana and Carrie uh, Carrie Moss. You made that up. Um, <laughs> and basically, it's shown off Unreal Engine 5. Some kind of bit of like a promo for the film as well. Um, and it's mixing that whole thing of it's 30 gig. You're mixing that whole thing of like you're watching this demo, but you also you can you're playing stuff and it's on rails, some of that stuff. But it gives you an idea about the future, what the games are going to look like on this Unreal Engine. Um, and you can yeah. download it right now on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Um, I've just downloaded it. Just started downloading now. Oh, yeah. You, you're going to want to see this. It's it's very impressive. Like They have a whole city the size of Los Angeles completely procedurally generated, and yet it looks really good. And uh, the team at the Coalition actually made this epic. Uh... They made the... They made the Xbox version, so in case anyone says, oh, Microsoft's taking them off to do a PlayStation thing. No, they, they made the Xbox version one and really optimized it for the platform. It's exciting stuff. Just turn off the Matrix filter, and that's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> look, it makes it look like the movies, which is cool, but it also takes away that next-gen sheen. Once you yeah. take it away, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a, it's great to see these kind of things, how they're going to look. It just looks on, especially on that engine, it's amazing. Um, now, let's have a quick chat about, we have a little sub-chat here briefly about, so the Halo TV series, which we knew was coming, was was shown. Um, it's coming to Paramount in 2022. Is that right? Yeah, Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be good. The TV series of Halo. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Um, can we just have a yeah. quick quick chat about the Halo game at the moment? A little sub chat. Who's played the campaign? Who's had a go at it? William. How did you get on with it? Any good? Okay, I, I have to... Can we swear here? It's, you can uh, swear, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm sorry, guy. You might have to believe this. It is so fucking good. And like, I'm, I'm sorry, like it has reached the point where I cannot think of a descriptive brew better than that descriptive brew, adjective, whatever. It's so, so, so good. Like it sort of takes the structure of a crackdown campaign and the openness of Breath of the Wild and then merges it with Halo gameplay, that core minute to minute, 30 seconds of fun, amazing sandbox, amazing gunplay. They nailed it. Like, it seems that every 343 package prior to this had one thing that was really good and one thing that was lacking, you know? Well, 4's campaign was really good, but that that multiplayer didn't live up. Or 5's multiplayer, that is the best out there, but man, they really dropped the ball on the story. They got both the multiplayer and the single player so right here. Like, this feels... Like classic Halo taken to the next level. It feels like you drop the silent cartographer in the second mission of Combat Evolved and said, expand the, this is your vertical slice. You know, this is your demo, like through Hellblade. Turn this into a full game. And that's what they did. And it just feels so good. 
and it's exciting. It's fun. Like even clearing out Ubisoft towers and camps, which I normally find boring as sin because it's Halo gameplay. It works really well. And they give you so many options. You can go in stealthily. You can bring in a scorpion tank or a wasp from your fob when you have unlocked enough and you can just start raising hell with some Marines. And it's just so fun. It's just so fun. Like, uh, the best way I can put this, uh, Forza has almost consi- or Forza has almost consistently won Game of the Year. I am really wavering if I give it to Halo this year. Mm. Okay, there you go, Richard. You've had a go. Yes, um, I um, I've got to the open world section now. The first the first two missions are very old school Halo missions. So the first one you're running through. Um, God, what is it now? You're running through somewhere, and it looks very familiar. And then the second one's a, a forerunner, forerunner base, and it's all the triangular structures and the hallways and the doors and everything. And then you almost have this thing at the at the start of the open world that's very much like whenever you step out of a vault in Fallout for the first time, and these massive doors open, and you can <laughs> see the open world in front of you, and you're just like, wow. And then um, there's a base that you need to sort of take over, which then becomes your base of operations, basically in this in this open world. Um, but I sort of got to the the end of it where there was only one enemy, and I just went run and running. Um, I'd spent a lot of time clearing it out, but I was happy to run in for this last enemy. And I was like, I don't care if I die or not, because if I die, I get to do it all again. And I died, and I was like, yeah, I get to take over this entire base again. And it was just the most fun. Oh, that's um, good. I like to hear this enthusiasm from you two. James, have you been playing it? <laughs> um, I barely touched the Xbox in the week. <laughs> so now. <laughs> I've, um, I, I, when I, when I had my teeth out, I woke up at 5 o'clock and I played the first two missions. I've not got to the open world yet, but I agree. It's really good fun. It's great fun. Yeah, good. James, I'm going to ask you about the TV series. Are you are you excited about that? Not really. I didn't see enough to get excited. <laughs> no. I just found that plus. Yeah. Another subscription. Yeah, That's all on. we need. Yeah. Um, I don't think this would have been made unless The Mandalorian was very successful. Just yeah. because the main character behind a mask. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's, um, yeah, we'll wait and see. Um, I'm going to move us along here. Ark Raiders. Um, which is by some of the Battlefield people, isn't it? Ex-Battlefield people. Uh, yeah, Pat Soderlund, I believe, the old EA CEO in Dice League. This is his team. Ah, I, I, it's a it's a co-op, isn't it? It's a it's a three-player co-op PVE kind of like mm-hmm. game, isn't it? Yeah, free to play. Yeah. Is is it free to play? Ah, I didn't know that. Ah, that's... I mean, it looked great. It did look good. It did? Yeah, really good. I thought we were kind of going across the planets, has that kind of epic feel to it. Yeah, that's great. Ah, free to play. Um, James, are you excited about this? You fancy it? I mean, it's free. Yeah. So it's worth giving a go. It reminds me a little bit of Defiance, a little bit. Just because you went across the world in a team. Um, but yeah, I didn't know it was three players, but yeah, it's a current game is good for me. Yeah, always interested. Good. Um, 
Arc Raiders, then we're going to just talk briefly Star Trek Resurgence, which is by some of the Telltale team who all got made redundant, <laughs> but sadly. Um, um, it's, an, it's a Star Trek game, Resurgence, in Telltale Universe, isn't it? Um, mm -hmm. What made me laugh about this, first of all, is the trailer made it look like an action adventure. It ain't going to be like that. Just be you staring at oh, people no. making choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really <laughs> the only the, the, they try to make them crouch and really slowly walking quite like a big action thing it made me laugh and a few quick time events and that's it yeah it's fun yeah it's fun isn't it yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah when you said when you make the Batman Game of Thrones and what was the other one he said a few of the character games. Yeah, yeah I, I thought, oh, what could this be? And it was Star Trek. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well. He's going to get loads of people who are big Star Trek fans. Richard's a Star Trek fan. Me. Richard is. Me. Are you Richard? Am I? No, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I can be if you, you need one, be. but I, don't, I didn't watch this trailer. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, there was another Telltale, this is from Telltale, The Expanse. Which is the popular TV series about space politics? That's got one as well. William, yeah. do you know about the Expanse? Have you seen it? I I've not seen the Expanse, but that said, like I don't think this is a good idea. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry, I, I just I I don't. And this it's nothing against the Expanse, but this is exactly what killed Telltale the first time. They were just like. Oh, that's a big thing. People like that show. Let's let's make one of those and make one of those and make one of those. It's like one at a time, guys. We need to see Wolf Among Us too. Just oh, yeah, get yeah. your heads together, get one done, and then maybe sit back and go, well, let's do the next one. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to make a whole bunch of these at once because something's popular. Because that's what killed you the first time. Just please pace yourself, please. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to see it right. Absolutely right. Oh, that's, I forgot about the kind of wolf one. That would be brilliant. Um, a Plague Tale Requiem. Saw another trailer. As I've said before, that was probably one of my favourite games. My biggest regret is I never got it five stars. Richard didn't, didn't write that wrong for me when he, re <laughs> he reviewed the Xbox Series X version. Um, Richard, you played the first one. You liked it a lot. This is yeah, good, I did. I uh, I gave it four and a half stars, so I was I was nearly there, but yeah. no, um, I was hoping that it was gonna they were gonna show something for this because it's due out next year, um, so yeah, I was glad that they did, but I haven't watched it yet. Ah, um, <laughs> so, it's alright, that's good. No, um, James, what do you think? You haven't played the first one, have you? I haven't played the first. It's hard to really get interested. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's great. I would like to play the first one. I kept thinking of the character from the Suicide Squad. You know, with the rats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kept thinking of that and thinking, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what this is, so... No. Oh, well. William, you're going to save me here? Okay, that's it. You two are off of the reviews of the next <laughs> one. Because Plague Tale was undeniably a 5 out of 5. It yeah. was a perfect game... I, yeah. I mean that. It, it yeah, was yeah, so it was, good. Yeah. I love the team as Sobo, and this looks even better. They're adding combat to this now, but they have that st those stealth elements. It looks like Misi and Hugo have been aged up maybe two years or so. They've seen 
they've seen some dark stuff. Like there's yeah. one moment where Amicia's like to Hugo, "It's okay, you seem worse than this." I'm like, "Oh God, yeah, These poor kids." Like it, it just looks so good. And they won Game Pass, so we all get to play it. You know, no excuses. I, and when they that shot of them kind of walking through, and I think that was probably in the, going back to the past again. They seemed a bit younger than they were in the first bit, and they're running through that field with the tree, and it was like, "Wow, this is good. This is so pretty." Yes, so I mean that first game is a gorgeous game to watch, and seeing the kind of rats come, it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, is it still on Game Pass the 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 first game? Maybe uh, I don't know. Have a look. I might play it again. Fancy playing it again now. I I have a friend that's obsessed with The Last of Us. Like is like. It puts The Last of Us up on a pedestal, and I'd be like, nah, you need to play a Plague Tale and then come back to The Last of Us. <laughs> They're both good, Richard. Blimey. Yeah, yeah. but the Plague Tale's interesting. It's like The Last of Us on a smaller budget, but doing that also allowed them further creative freedom. Like, I, I think The Last of Us is a very impressive game with great story. But I really do think that a Plague Tale nailed the gameplay element too. Yeah, it's the gameplay that does it for me. Yeah, didn't give it a five. You didn't, didn't, um, didn't do my, <laughs> do, do my bidding. What well, was not my bidding? What well, I, I did say to you, please give it a five. You did, and I was a five. I was a five, and up until them last few chapters, uh, just got a bit too much. Yeah. But you said that in your review yeah, as well. I did, yeah, I did. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just confirm it is on Game Pass. Ah, brilliant. Yeah. There you go. I might do it again. Nice. Not that I've got a hundred thousand games to play. Um, <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish on my bit here. I'm just gonna really briefly go through the awards, and you can just say um, anything you agree. Um, game of the year was it takes two. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah we really love that, didn't we? S- second best one. Uh, Psychonauts was completely snubbed, which hurt. Yeah. But if it had to go anyone else, it it takes two was the second best one there. And we got Ferris to come back and give a speech and go on the whole Lost <laughs> rant again. That was amazing. Um, best action adventure game was Metroid Dread, which I've never played, so I can't say if that was a thing. But that was a surprise, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, Metroid Dread sort of came out of nowhere originally, and it got really good reviews. The only the only comments I'd heard was it was a bit on the short side, which, in terms of a game, you can't really hold against it anyway. But um, yeah, I think it was up against some stiff competition, though. Was that yeah. one with uh, Ratchet and Clank was in that one as yeah, well? Yeah, Resident Evil. Um, Psychonauts. Yeah, Psychonauts. Yeah. yeah. So it did well to get out of that. Um, I've got, what have I got here? Best narrative, Guardians of the Galaxy, which James has mm-hmm. played. Um, okay. Yeah, good call. Um, Life is Strange, I thought was going to win that. Um but yeah, but God is good. Best multiplayer, it takes two. Best music, near replicant. Can't remember any music. I'm surprised that. at that. Yeah. I never really sat and listened to it. So. I played uh, near Automata and loved the soundtrack of that, so I can understand why yeah. I won that one. Um, mm-hmm. Best RPG, Tales of Arise. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Player's yeah. Player's voice. I put here. It's a player. Oh yeah. Halo Infinite. <laughs> so, yeah, this was yep. the one everyone was kicking off at the game. It'd been out 24 <laughs> hours and won an award. Yeah, good on them. <laughs> but in fairness, a lot of that was for the multiplayer. You know, the multiplayer came out on the 15th, uh, yeah, even yeah. if it was a quote unquote beta. It's like, it wasn't a beta. But yeah, people yeah. love it. And rightfully so. I've logged 
far too many hours into this thing already. So Forza got my vote, but again, that was only because the campaign wasn't out at the time. Now it's a bit more of a toss-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go for a quick few more. Um, best art direction is a Deathloop, um, which you're putting out right. Um, oh, over Psychonauts and uh, it's no, a, like uh, it's a it's a good looking game, and they do some really interesting uh, thing design wise. Level design is fantastic. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Deathloop is a very good game, and it's got a very nice style to it. But like, when you take a look at Psychonauts and you play through the level where everything looks like it's come out of a book, and then you go to the neon-drenched bowling alleys, and, yeah, yeah, like, no, all of these different yeah. things. I yeah. just, I no, can't right. in yeah. good conscience give it to Deathloop here. And again, Deathloop's not a bad-looking game at all. It's okay. They always make good-looking games, but... What's the game with the guitar, the indie game that you reviewed, I think? Your first game. game. Yeah, I, really, I, was I, I surprised. That didn't win anything, did it, in the end? I thought that should no, be... No, it, it got snubbed to Kina, and then... Yeah. The Twitter account just started getting angry, which was kind of funny. They were sitting back going, uh, I'd rather be testing guitars for three hours than watching this show. I'm right. like, oh my god. <laughs> that was a fantastic. I felt the design and the music for that was just amazing. Okay. Um, best action is Returnal. I, I've played Returnal. I think that's, that's yeah. probably right. It's very, very good. Uh, why was it nominated? It beat Deathloop for yeah. action but it wasn't nominated it's kind of like when Disco Elysium beat uh, Outer Worlds for best RPG but Outer Worlds was game of the year and Disco Elysium wasn't I don't get it sometimes no, no, no. Um, best performance it was Maggie Robertson for uh, Lady Dimitrescu I can never say it Dimitrescu <laughs> yes, um, I think that was the only slam dunk real award of the night like you would have put a lot of money on it being that one but yeah. i think a lot of the other ones were more contested yeah i, I really like juliana and her actress so we've picked her yeah so. yeah uh, absolutely still. yeah good the good the good bunch of people there um best indie game can have bridge of spirits which i've not played at all so i can't really comment on that have but, i yeah. should have won at least something and uh Fugon City should have been up for more. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't play Fugon City. That's yeah. all I'll say. Really Very good, isn't it? Um, what have I missed out, you three? James, have I missed anything out you want to talk about before we finish? Rumble uh, Burst. Oh, wrestling, me. fighting, was it a battle game or something? Oh. I don't know what it was. It was stupid. That's what Xavier mentioned. Good. Good. <laughs> That's a good mention. Uh, Richard? Um, there was Tunic that I really liked the look of, like this oh, yeah. platformer as a fox. I think that came oh, early, yeah, early in the night. Um, that's due for release in March. That looked really good. And also, quickly, uh, I want to get the name right. Uh, Metal Hellsinger uh, <laughs> yeah, announced. Cool. Yeah, announced some of the people singing on it, um, which, as a, a filthy male head, got me very mm-hmm. excited for that game. Um, and I think the trailer had Randy Blythe from Lamb of God singing on it and uh, sounded really good. So I am now very much invested in that game as well. And also Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Didn't, we didn't mention that, but I have no interest in playing that. So. Yeah. But I just thought it was quite a big game. Yeah, I, know, I, I don't know why I missed out. I just couldn't. I just didn't know. It wasn't anything. Um, William, have I missed anything? 
Yeah, a couple things, unfortunately. Uh, Planet of Lana, which was early on in the pre-show as well. That's an yeah. exclusive coming to Xbox. That looks amazing. It does look amazing. I'm yeah. sitting back going, if Moon Studios aren't going to do Ori anymore, these guys should do Ori, because yeah. this looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, Crossfire X, you know, that's finally got a date, February 10th. That seems like a really good date, because February is a really dead month to not be a place. So, <laughs> good thing we've got another game in February to play. <laughs> but, no, it's a fun game. Interestingly, Microsoft's no longer publishing it. It's Smilegate now. Don't know why. It's still Xbox exclusive, but that's worth mentioning. And then, I guess, as the last bit, there were a couple awards there and award speeches that were just really weird. <laughs> Like, and I mean this honestly, like, I think, I think back to when Forza won Innovation and Accessibility, which was a well-deserved award, and they're just like, oh, and by the way, it won Sports and Racing, I'm like, but who was nominated in that category? Why are <laughs> yeah. you just saying, oh, yeah, it won that? And yeah. then yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike Brown, who is a sweetheart, he's amazing, comes out and gives a speech, he's like, I'd like to thank this, and, like, and they tell me I cut it off already, I'm like, so you have time for, like, five-minute Amazon Luna ads, but you can't yeah. give the man more than a minute to speak, let alone the person with him? Yeah. I'm like, come on. No. Are these the game awards or are they the game advertisements? Yeah. And I think this year more than any has shown that divide. Like, even Ferris only had a minute to speak, and he won Game of the Bloody Year. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. Well, they did it. It came, it didn't, exactly that. It didn't become a, the awards of secondary. They were an afterthought. It was the other stuff yeah, that was more important. Certainly changing that way over the year and more people tuning in for what gets announced as opposed to seeing who the big yeah, winners are now. Yeah. 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 Us, us included, I'll be honest. I mean, a lot of the awards, like, I'm, I'm, I mean, in the pre show, they did a lot of esports awards, which. Maybe maybe it's an age thing, but I just can't give a toss about. Mm. Well, they have their own award show, too, that's pretty big. So even there, it's just kind of like when the Golden Globes shows TV. It's like, okay, well, nobody's watching this for TV. They're watching this for the movies, and then they're watching the Emmys for the TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, and just on the awards show as well, it's just hard to be excited about them when games like Forza get snubbed because, God forbid, they came out a couple days before the cutoff and Halo doesn't make it until next year, even though it came out this year. It's like, mm. okay, well, you're missing two of the best-rated games of the year mm. and, like, the winner of your People's Choice Award <laughs> because you've rushed this. And the awards just more than ever feel secondary. Yeah, too right. Okay, gentlemen, thank you so much. That's good. And um, where can we find you if we want to speak to you, James? Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at OKGKO. Good. And um, Richard? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Dubbo1912. Good. And William, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at William J. Caruana. And please come visit my blog, xboxcollective.wordpress.org. I re it's for grad school. I really need the views. Don't worry, I'll be back with a bunch of stuff for the Xbox Hub right after this is done this weekend. And yeah, check out my Rune Factory review as well. Go play that. Very good. Very good. Um, and you can get me on GB Friday on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, we're going to see you next, everyone, on possibly the 19th. We're going to do our games of the year. We might, we might not, we don't know. We might be doing it on video as well. Ooh. 
but we're going to have a look. I need to get the software. <laughs> right, gentlemen. Um, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.